Over the past year, so much has happened. Yes, we're in a pandemic, but then there was that other, people called it the pandemic, the Black Lives Matters movement, the death of the murder of George Floyd and the psychological impact that had whilst we were in the middle of leading our school in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and it's it's been huge. And I think this podcast is a chance to reflect on some of that because we've made movements as leaders to try and counteract lots of things, social things, racial um, events. And so we need to talk about that and share that. Yeah. Every opportunity, um, somebody once said there's no such thing as luck. It's preparation meets opportunity. Um, Things came along, Black Lives Matter, pandemic. And we saw an opportunity to to change ourselves and change the manner or the style in which we are or were going to lead mm-hmm. and from the beginning mrs aldred was very um she knew what was coming with the pandemic so she'd already set in motion you know the cleaning the visits she just knew and had an inkling of what was around the corner and we began to adopt things in school to address what was coming when it was finally realized by governments across the globe where we were at and then the decision to go into lockdown we were ready to say um how are we going to move forward as a school and we took the decision to turn it into a summer camp and personally I think that was one of the most significant moments in my leadership career when I was adamant of what I wanted it to be, how I wanted it to behave and how I wanted it to look and feel like for the children and the staff in this environment at the time. Previous to that, um, uh, I'm not going to say nonchalant. The Black Lives Matter and all of that, um, I was just reading and absorbing news thinking, here we go again. Mrs. Aldred mm-hmm. spoke to me in the summer and said, how would you feel? I want to do something. And I was very reticent. Yeah. At the time um, when Black Lives Matter was really high on everyone's agenda and on Instagram, you know, everybody was acknowledging etc etc and and already you can see that it's dying a death but at the time it was really for me it started to take its toll I felt like um saying enough is enough we have to do something differently and as a black leader I am in a position and we are in a position of responsibility even if it's just to make a tiny change to show the next generation that things can be different. And I knew that that needed to start with our own personal journey. And I feel really fortunate that I'm able able to work with you as a black man, because you understand what I'm talking about. Um, And we can have certain conversations um, and be inspired about certain things. And that is so unique. And that's helped my journey from being 
bogged down by the things seen in social media to being able to say, okay, look, how can we really make a difference for our staff and then for the children in our care? I felt that the conversation you made me have with you um, was good. I think I have a, a, a mind that's always planning and yes I do feel emotion yes you can get caught up in emotion but where was it going where was it going where was it going and after we kind of had that conversation and you were then clear well I want to do an inset and I want to change the narrative and I wish to move the way the staff behave think and act to the children in our school and that's what I like because it was case of We've seen so much suffering in our community. There are so much, um, so many stories. And my niece talks about, oh, it just adds to the trauma. I felt this was just another brick in the wall of trauma mm -hmm. that they keep throwing at us. Um, when you then had a plan, um, that's when I just thought, okay, now I have something to get my teeth into. Yes, because this plan was more than just saying okay you know we need more black people in our curriculum we need to buy more um, books by black authors that's not the answer we had to we have to and we still are changing hearts and minds and that is a huge job and when we started the training one of the things that we were very clear about at the beginning was it's not going to change now. It's not going to change in our lifetime. The history lesson that you gave our staff on black history was so powerful. And, um, you know, we're starting that drip, drip, drip of people thinking differently. And we know from our experiences, conversations with staff that we're not there. We're a long way from completely becoming an anti-racist school and completely changing people's minds and there will be some people whose minds and hearts we can't change but the conversations that we have had with staff members the tears that have been shed tears <laughs> um i think that is what i was looking to achieve and i think we're there you know, in kind of giving a people a push in the right direction. One of the things I, I have taken from leadership, and I, I was on a conference one and once, the question was asked, what makes a good leader? And we all went, oh, charismatic, da 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 da, -da all these adjectives. And, and the person leading the call said, well, by definition, you cannot lead unless someone is following. Therefore, to be a good leader, you need to have followers. And when we embark on something, you can have a title, this leader, that leader, this leader. If the people are not following you, then you're not a leader. You're a leader in name and you get a, a paycheck and you can have status and big up yourself in your community. But if people are not following you, and what I was conscious of when we started on this journey was that if I'm gonna stand in front of people, then they need to follow us, otherwise we weren't leaders. What I felt was really, um, it was impactful, and we are like a dynamic duo, because <laughs> I find I am the, I can speak a million miles an hour, I'm very poetic, I'm very action-packed, but what 
needs reining in is the energy and I find my what you do is bring the emotion the sensitivity and the care to it you know you can build build a wall of bricks uh, and that's me when you know Michelle comes along and says you know we need a few curves let's get some plaster here let's let's you know this don't make it so coarse and I felt that combination of the soft hard hitting thinking facts combination allowed everybody to follow mm. which made us effectively 